Welcome to episode 5, The Mars Bluff Bombing of March 11, 1958, Part 2. If you have not listened to episode 4, featuring Miss Catherine Beeson, then I encourage you to do so before continuing with this episode. On March 11, 1958, a hydrogen bomb was dropped on Walter Gregg's yard in Mars Bluff, South Carolina, while he and his family were enjoying their afternoon at home. Walter Gregg was Miss Beeson's brother, and in episode 4, she recounts her personal experience witnessing the accidental bombing and the toll it took on her family. Episode 5 is a continuation of the March 11th bombing story from another witness to that day's events, Dory Ridenour. Ms. Ridenour is my grandmother-in-law, who we affectionately call Granny, and she let me interview her about her experience. Please excuse the sound quality and background noises. This was an impromptu interview. So, Granny, you lived in Mars Bluff when you were a child? Yeah. And um, were you there when the bomb fell on Mars Bluff? Yes, I was. And you remember it? I remember seeing the mushroom cloud going up and the sound of it. And it, at 10 years old, I couldn't figure out what it was. You know, I didn't know what it was. Um, but it was just a huge mushroom cloud and a lot of noise. How far were you from it? A couple of miles. And you were outside when it hit? Yeah. And what, what did it sound like? It sounded like thunder that was magnified a hundred times. And it shook the ground. Did it shake y'all's windows and stuff? Mm-hmm. It did. And uh, can you describe like what it looked like from where you were? Because there had been trees and stuff, so it must have gone up pretty high. Well, it did. It did. I mean, there were trees. Um, and it, like I say, it looked like a big, huge mushroom just going up in the sky. And it lasted for a good while. Um, my dad and my brother and a neighbor went running, you know, to it, over to it. What did they see when they got there? A big hole, a big crater in the ground. I mean, it was massive. And then they got scared because of all the uh, radioactivity that they said was there. Mm-hmm. And so they came back home and took off all their clothes and shoes and stuff and buried them. <laughs> <laughs> was the family still there when they got there? Or had they gone to the hospital already? Oh, no, they were still there. Um, but it wasn't long that the you know, the police were there and service people were there and getting everybody out of the way and wouldn't let them go back to it, get close to it anymore. Um, something that I thought was interesting was Miss um, Beeson was telling us that the bomb pieces, they wouldn't let anybody keep them. Do you remember that? I do. As a matter of fact, our neighbor got a piece of it and put it in his pocket when he and my dad and my brother were there. And then he got scared of, you know, the radiation, so he buried it with his clothes. Did he ever go back for it? No. No? No. (laughs) (laughs) They were too scared. I heard a lot of those parts ended up in the Florence Museum. There are pieces there. Yeah, there's pieces in the Florence Museum. Um, And I would imagine there's still pieces around there somewhere. How long was it before y'all really realized what happened? 
I don't remember that. Um, like I say, I was 10. Probably the next day. And um, you went to school with one of the um, family members, didn't you? With I went to school with Francis and Ella. And Ella was the one, or the child that was there that got injured, wasn't yeah. she? Mm-hmm. Beautiful girl. I, really, she was really, really beautiful. Um, and I think my recollection recalls, I think she had a V-shape cut into her forehead from it. This happened in March, so y'all would have still been in school at that time, wouldn't you? Yeah. So how long was it before she came back? I don't think she came back for a week. And was she still? Had a bandage on it. Did she? Mm-hmm. And then they they were went to, I think that show was in New York that they were on. You know, and that's what they had on there, went for was because of the bomb. And um, at the time, well, um, how long was like the military and all in the area? I don't have any idea. They were there for a long time, but I really don't know how long, but they were there for a long time. How long, did anyone ever come and talk to you all about radiation or if y'all should be worried or? They talked to my dad and my the neighbor that had gone over there, and that's the only reason they talked to them specifically was because anybody that was there when it happened, they talked to um, and told them there wasn't any need to worry about it. But then years later, they say that's why so many people in that area has heart trouble. Oh, I didn't know that. that. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Was anyone else outside with you when it hit? My mom. <laughs> um, I ran out of question. Is there anything else that you think of that no, might be interesting? it's just scary, you know, to think that a bomb could actually fall on the United States. Yeah. I mean, that, that was scary. That plane was actually headed overseas. It was going overseas, mm-hmm. carrying those bombs specifically for the fact that they were afraid they would have to be used uh, if Russia attacked us. Mm-hmm. And he, that's where he, where he was going. And he made the mistake of getting up when the they told him the latch didn't hook or something on the bomb. And when he got up, he accidentally pushed the lever to let it go. That's how it fell out. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um. Did you have nightmares and stuff after? No. Uh-uh. Did people at school ask you about it? Yeah, everybody wanted to know, you know, what was going on, what happened. And, you know, you really, at 10 years old, you don't comprehend a lot of that, I don't think, being that age and not really knowing. Um, but it was just scary thinking, you know, a bomb fell on us. You know what else is going to happen? That's true. And this was in the middle of like the Cold War and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. At the time, was anybody worried that it was, was anyone other than the United States that had dropped it? 
they wanted to they everybody that we knew and talked to about it everybody was afraid that it was done on purpose that they were testing oh like the government was yeah. testing to see uh-huh. what it would do to y'all yeah and like i say they now say that that's why that area has so much heart problems is because of that now whether that's true or not i don't know yeah. but there's an awful lot of people there that have died from heart trouble and have heart trouble. Did anyone in your family have any ill effects afterwards? Mm-mm, not that I'm aware of. Now, both my my dad and my brother died from heart problems. And everybody in my family has heart issues. So I don't know. Um, have you ever been back to the bomb site since then? No, I would one. like to go back. I want to go too. But, um, you know, it's just fascinating now that it's so much a part of history. And I hadn't been back in all those years. And grew up there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll stop it now. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us for this special two-part episode of On This Day in History. And a special thank you to Ms. Beeson and Ms. Ridenauer for sharing their memories with us. If there is a specific event in local history that you would like to see featured on an episode of On This Day in History, please let us know in the comments of the Marion County Library System's Facebook page or give us a call at 843-423-8300.